0: Focus, if that makes sense. It sounds like an oxymoron, but we feel like we want to go after something and we're really not sure what it is. And it's very hard to catch something if you don't really know what you're aiming at. Welcome
1: to Parenting Special Needs Live. I'm Shantae. Do you ever feel like you're stuck or maybe you feel that you're called to do something more or different in your life? Maybe you need help to overcome those challenges and break through them. To become unstuck. Our guest today has written a book to help us learn how to make this possible. I'd like to welcome Dr. Chichak, who is a physician and author of the book, A Guide to Unstuck. Welcome, Dr. Chichak.
0: Hey, Shante. Thanks for having me. It's an honor to be here.
1: Well, thank you. I'm, I'm thrilled to hear um, more about being how to get unstuck, because uh, yeah. I think our audience, um, parents raising children with special needs, I think a lot of times they feel, I'll speak for myself, very stuck, you know, as sure. far as. So anyway, so tell us a little bit about your experience and your background.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I was uh, i was raised in the country, nothing, nothing fancy. Um, my dad was a bus driver, and he actually had a side business where he owned a tree service business. And I worked with him all through high school and college and, um, you know, uh, just no no silver spoon background, you know, a lot of lot of things to overcome. Uh, so it's it, at some point in my life, I decided that I wanted to impact more people. I wanted to help more people. Uh, so it's a long, long story, but I decided to become a doctor. And, you know, I had to overcome so much to get there. my parents were wonderful, wonderful people. Um, But, you know, so many things that, uh, that I had to overcome, you know, I was the, the first person in my family to, you know, to do something like that. Uh, So it was a pretty incredible thing. And, you know, I've been practicing medicine now for uh, close to a decade. And after helping, you know, multiple thousands of people with their health and, such an honor to be able to do that. I decided that I wanted to impact more people on a different level. Uh, so I began to write, you know, I started out, uh, doing a weekly kind of a devotional style email that grew and grew and grew. It's called doc thoughts. Um, and as it grew, I eventually decided to publish, uh, publish a book that, uh, got picked up by TBN, which is a, a an international Christian broadcasting network. And they launched it on their global network um, oh, probably a couple months back. So it's been going really well. And yeah, you know, that's that's kind of what connected us. The, the news picked up the story and, uh, you know, I got in touch with parenting special needs and so on and so forth. But you know, my heart is to help people. I mean, we all have dreams that we want to accomplish, and we all have obstacles that we want to overcome, and there are so many things that do hold us back. So that's a little bit about me, but um, it's kind of, I guess, me in a nutshell. I, I should mention, uh, married for 15 years with, with three kids, and uh, you know, life is busy and, and rewarding and very thankful.
1: Oh, awesome. So, well, and I think, um, so I'm interested in hearing. So as I'm pretty sure many of our audience um, feel stuck. um, So they have a lot on their plate. You know, what would you say to a person that maybe feels like they didn't get a chance to go after their dreams or has dreams, um, you know, and still want to accomplish them, but really feel like they can't or they're being held back?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. And I think a lot of us would raise our hand if we were asked that really. I mean, we tend to go after things when we're maybe late in our teenage years or early twenties. And that's that seems to be the season where you really kind of throw everything to the wind and go after your dreams. But then at some point adulthood kind of kicks in and you realize, this is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. And it is so true, you know, but one of the things that I feel is so compelling is, is what do you feel is your vision and your purpose for your life? And that's where a lot of us really get stuck kind of in almost a perpetual sort of aimless focus, if that makes sense. It sounds like an oxymoron, but we feel like we want to go after something and we're really not sure what it is and it's very hard to catch something if you don't really know what you're aiming at actually uh, i don't know if you've heard of john maxwell but he's an author that i love to read and a, a leadership expert and he says if you aim at nothing you'll hit it every time and i love that and it's so true so one of the things that i think is so important is actually beginning to clarify what do you feel your vision is for your life what do you feel your purpose is and and, and you know I know we're raising children and and careers and all these things are important, but often those things, although they're incredibly important, and you heard me say I'm a father and a husband, and you know, those are, my gosh, I don't think I have to say how passionate I am about those areas of my life, but oftentimes we feel like there is something more that we want to go after. We all want to live the best version of ourselves, and Somehow or another, we still feel somehow unfulfilled, even though we're pursuing those really worthy causes. So we have to figure out what is that purpose that we're going after. And, and I'll tell you, you know, nobody can say, hey, this is your purpose, right? I mean, that's a conversation between you and God and, and you know, your spouse and so on and so forth. But I would say a couple hints to those things are things that you get really, really emotional about. You know, just speaking personally, I feel so passionate about helping people get unstuck. And I mean, that's probably an obvious statement. I wrote a book on it, but I love to see people take one step closer to what they feel called to. Um, And that's for me, you know, for, for other people, it could be starting something to help in the community or you know, you find a problem. I I, I say things that keep you up at night, things that make you kind of want to bang your fists on the table and say, I just can't take this. There's an injustice happening here and I need to do something about it. That's a clue. That's something that gets instilled in you. And you know that maybe you don't know how to accomplish that whole thing, but you know, it's an area of passion that will drive you for a long, long period of time.
1: Well, I have to say, um, I know I'm like, I'm, you're speaking to me right now, so that's awesome, because uh, I always, uh, I know we're going off topic a little bit, but not really, because I started the magazine, you know, years ago, it's going to be almost, I don't know, 14 or 15 years ago, and I never really knew, you know, um, like, is this what God's telling me to do, or whatever, but I was always very passionate that parents need help, and I still feel that way today, like, not only do parents need help i mean we want to help our children but parents need help too absolutely yeah in this. and so mm. anyway so you just i feel like i just got validated well so,
0: thank you well i'll tell you what you just you just made a thought come up in my mind this this may sound off topic but you know I, I work a lot with with addicts people who struggle with addiction and i would certainly i'm not comparing the two the two groups but there's something that i've learned about about when a person is ready to change and because I'll, I'll ask a person, well, you know, why do you want to get free from your addiction? You know, it could be smoking. It could not, you know, I work with a lot of people who have substance abuse issues. And, you know, I'll ask them, why do you want to change? Why do you want to why do you want to make this happen in your life? And, and a lot of times they'll tell me really great things like I want to do this for my children. I want to do this for my wife or my husband. And, and those are great things. You know, they, they really are. But in reality, when I see them actually make the change is when they say, I want to do this for me. I'm ready because I know that I was made for something more than this, for something better than this. And it's just, it's, it's a way to measure because it's got to be so important to us that we just can't say no to it. We can't say, oh, I'm doing this because, you know, my family's putting pressure on me. Well, I mean, that's great, but when you're really facing the times when you want to give up, those reasons don't don't hold the water. It's got to be something that is burning within you that you want to do. And I think that, you know, I know it's a little bit off topic, but it's what we're talking about too, right? I mean, people who really want to go after their dreams and pursue things, it's got to be something that they they almost can't say no to it, right? All right. So yeah. yes, I
1: think... So how, how would you suggest a parent, um, with so many demands on their plate? I mean, how do they accomplish Mm. dreams beyond parenting or sometimes that's really, I'm thinking to myself, (laughs) oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. It's a lot. It's, uh, it is a lot, isn't it? (laughs) It really is. Yeah. And I, well, I think part of it is defining the goal and, you know, we, we look at, um, well, for you, I mean, you've, you've done this, right? And it's, it's incredible what you've accomplished. It's a feat. But somebody who may be at the beginning of that journey would look and say, well, hey, I want to start a nonprofit and, um, you know, I want to, you know, I, wanna, I want the goal of it to be feeding 10,000 people a month in my community or whatever it is, right? Uh, and, and the goal may seem so big that it almost seems unattainable. And then because of that we just say well it's already a failure i mean there's no way that i can accomplish this right it's it's too big so you know in that to me in my mind and i can speak from my own personal experience one of the things that holds us back in this setting is is anxiety you know we feel um we feel overwhelmed by what we want to accomplish and then there are circumstances the day-to-day the practical things that we have to accomplish just to get by the kids. And, you know, certainly there's, there's kids that have tons of needs and things that are, they're so time consuming. Um, you know, but I think a big part of the anxiety that holds us back, um, is actually coming from the fact that we're procrastinating. Now, certainly that's not, that's not true for every piece of anxiety, but it is true for a big part of the reason that we feel anxious a lot of times. If if we're people that have big dreams and wanna go after big things and accomplish a lot with our lives, we feel anxious when we procrastinate. And one of the ways to alleviate that anxiety is actually to begin accomplishing our goals. But we have to, first we have to define it. You can't go after two things at once, right? If you chase two rabbits at the same time, you actually don't catch either of them, which is kind of this horrible irony, right? But it is true and we can attest to that in our lives. But if your goal is big, you have to break it down into daily goals that lead to weekly goals, that lead to monthly goals, yearly goals, so on and so forth. And and I will say this when it comes to overwhelm. I've said this before, and I, I think it's really true, is that overwhelm can be a sign that we are breaking out of our comfort zone and into new territory. So as much as sometimes we, we almost resist that feeling of overwhelm, and I get it, it's uncomfortable, but it may actually be a really good thing, a sign of a really good thing, that we are, we are going after something bigger and it's normal to feel uncomfortable when we're outside of our comfort zone. The cool thing is though, when you start to push the boundaries of your comfort zone, what used to be uncomfortable Actually, becomes comfortable pretty quickly.
1: Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Well, and it, as you said that, it just uh, reminded me of something. I am a huge John um, Maxwell fan. So, oh, great. Yeah.
0: yeah. So,
1: <laughs> just a, recently, something that he shared as well was about being brave. And so, that kind of mm-hmm. ties into what you were just saying is like, yeah, and are you brave? Like, you know, and mm-hmm. I was thinking, oh, you know, sometimes I do probably shriek, oh, you know, or shy away from yeah. stuff. So, it is about being. Putting your foot out there. I'm just speaking for myself on that part. Oh, because. it's
0: so true. No, I'm I'm with you. I mean, we we very quickly um, we we like to stay with what we know, and we like to stay with things that make us comfortable. That's just reality, and it is. But those dreams never get accomplished in that space. We really do have to push beyond it.
1: Yeah. So, how would you, you know, how do how does a parent do that? Like, what? How do they push past their comfort zone, or you know? Yeah. How do they even open up to any of that kind of stuff, or see a different light, I guess, or path?
0: Yeah, I, I think it it really boils down to consistency. It's one thing that I am such a big proponent of uh, is that small, consistent changes, small, consistent actions will add up to something really, really big in the end. You know a lot of us want that huge win right away, you know, like, the, like we wanna win the lottery or something. And, and, you know, that's a whole other conversation, but, but the reality is when we make the small changes day after day, week after week, month after month, those changes will take us to places that we could have never dreamed of being without them. And, and that to me, is how we actually accomplish a lot of these goals. You know, it's, it's not about, it's, it's not about having the massive win in one day. And I mean, you know, we, we look at the, the quote unquote overnight success stories, but if you hear their stories, it's really not overnight, right? It took them years and years, and then maybe they had a breakthrough moment, which got them that, that title, the overnight success story, but it took them years of practice and diligence behind the scenes that nobody really saw. And then suddenly they had a breakthrough, but that's where consistency leads us. It leads us to those breakthrough moments. And I think that is how we do it. That that really is how we do it, Shantae, just we have to have the mentality that even, even when we're tired and our days are long, we can do something, even if it's one thing, we can do something to get us one step closer to that goal.
1: Well, and I think that as you're saying that, that also rings true for those like for the goals of our that we have for our children too. I mean, it's it's the little it's it's the little steps, right? The little, yeah. or because I know a lot of us are working on different things for that, you know, for sure our as well. So, yeah, um, so let's talk about like how like well, one of the things I know you had mentioned or something is about um how do you see your life in five years? Like asking us to look at ourselves that way, but I do find it really hard to do. (laughs) I find it hard to like envision, like, oh, I don't know. I I get, I get stuck there.
0: Honestly. Yeah. I, and I mean, I do too. I, (laughs) I say a lot of this stuff because, you know, it's, it gets inside your head, right. And it's, it's where we're at. And We see the dream, the dream seems so distant that sometimes we give up on it, but we don't wanna do that. You know, I, I heard somebody say, you know, that at some point in your life, your children, and everybody faces different challenges with their kids and depending what giftings they have and what struggles they have, but your children will likely at some point, you won't be able to hide behind the the face we put on when we parent, right? You won't be able to hide behind that anymore. You won't be able to put off your dreams anymore and your children will will begin to see who you were and who you are while you're parenting them. They'll be able to have that, right? And I mean, if we look back at, at our lives coming up, we can see now as adults and grown people, we can see who our parents were in those moments when we were kids. And that's a little bit, it's almost a little bit frightening, I think, because you know, we present ourselves in a way to our kids as though, I mean, none of us are perfect, right? But we like to, we like to teach as though we've seen it and experienced it and you know, know what we're talking about, but we don't know everything. And our kids are going to see our areas of failure at some point in our life. And one of the things that's important to me as a parent is I want, you know, my kids, when they're able, I want them to, to be able to accomplish their dreams as well, whatever that looks like. And in order to do that, I feel like I have to set the best example that I can. And it it requires us pushing ourselves, even when it's not easy or it's not comfortable. It really does. But, you know, when you talk about where do you see yourself in five years? Well, I'll tell you, one of the biggest things that determines where you will be in five years is the people that you know and the people that you listen to. And with listening to, I would say, you know, books, podcasts, things like that, right? The people that we look to as mentors. I mean, We've talked about John Maxwell a couple times in this call. You know, he's somebody that uh, would be sort of a mentor from a distance, uh, from my perspective. You know, I've read a lot of his stuff and I've listened to him speak a, a number of times. So, but it's people like that that can make a big difference. That can really help you take that step. But you have to get in new rooms too, right? If if you haven't had any new people in your life, new friendships, new influences in your life in the past year, it might be time to say, "Hey." How do I get into a new room? I'd like to. I'd like to meet some new people that are actually doing something really amazing, uh, and it brings fresh insights. It brings those connections that maybe we need, and it's it's actually not that hard to do, right? When you start looking for the opportunities, somehow they they find a way to your doorstep.
1: Hmm. All right. Well, I'm gonna have to be looking for more then, because I think it yeah. is <laughs> be a little hard. But I. But no. I, so, what would you recommend? Joining something or going out, going to a new event, just doing, just getting out of your comfort yeah. zone. Absolutely. Okay.
0: All the above.
1: So how do you, how would you recommend designing or envisioning your life or how, because how, I, I really believe that for parents raising children with special needs, it does kind of, you get, you do get stuck and mm-hmm. you, and then maybe even you can hide behind it because you don't want to have to go out and do anything because you could just be here in your comfort zone. Sure. Uh, and it's not easy always to take them or do things. So, uh, so what would you recommend for kind of creating, I guess, and envisioning a different life? Mm. Maybe that's, well, on, you know, planning for the future or whatever. I mean, however, to get unstuck from what you're doing.
0: Yeah. And I think part of it comes down to designing the vision, right? Um, you know, I'm a, definitely a person of faith and Sounds like I'm in good company there, uh, Shante. And, yes. you know, you know, the Bible talks about writing a vision and making it plain. Uh, it's, it's very easy to abandon your vision or, or change it if it's not written down. But if you look at people that are really successful, one thing that you'll see that most of them, if not all of them, have in common is that they decide on things quickly and they're very, it takes them a long time to change from that decision. So if they say, this is my vision, then they just start going after it. They just start making one step at a time to actually go after that. So you have to design it. You have to decide on what it is and then start to go after that, write it down and break it down into those small attainable goals. You know, that, I mean, look for me, when I was authoring my book, you know, you can't do that in a day. There's no way. It's, it's just, it's, it's too much. And people would say, Oh my gosh, you know, Somebody authors a book and publishes and all that. Oh wow, they you know they've just got it made. But but honestly, it was it was small, consistent action over a long period of time that got me there. I mean, I decided that I wanted to do it, and I would actually start calendaring it right. And that's that's one thing that, gosh, if if my wife were on this interview, she'd probably be jumping up and down right now. You know, we're we're really big about using our calendar, and we we have a little saying in our home that if you don't put it on the calendar, it won't get done. And that's so true for most of us. Right. But so I actually go so far as to calendar, you know, hey, this is this is my writing night. So I'm going to take an hour and I'm going to write. And that's what I'm going to do. Nothing else. You know, put all the distractions aside. And now in that one night, do I do I have a new book written or, you know, did I change the world? Of course not. But over time, that builds to something really bigger than just that one thing that you did. So it is, it is that, but we get so stuck in the overwhelm that it's very hard for us to make any progress. But, um, yeah, it's a small attainable goals and it's, it's just consistently working on them.
1: Wow. Well, um, is there anything that I didn't ask that you would like to share about?
0: I would just say, go all in, go after your goals. I mean, it at some point we won't have the chance to do that. Right. And, I think it's really important that we live the best version of ourselves that we can. So go after your goals and go after them hard and, and, and just be, be so thankful. I mean, we're just coming off of Thanksgiving, right? At least when this is being recorded. And goodness gracious, it doesn't take long to look around your life and find so many things to be thankful for. So even in the midst of difficulty, frustration, overwhelm, all those things, make sure to have a space for gratitude too.
1: Yeah. No, thank you so much. So um, I'm going to probably sign off through your book. They can find it on, you said Amazon and yeah. um,
0: where yeah, it's available. Free. Amazon and Barnes and Noble as well will be okay. great places to look for it. It's guide to unstuck. Um, and the subtitle is a doctor's advice to answering God's calling.
1: Okay. And then they can find doctor thoughts or is that what you said too? Yeah, it?
0: Doc Thoughts. Yeah, Doc if you, thoughts. I would say the easiest way to get connected with that is if you, um, if you Google uh, Linktree Doc Thoughts D O C Thoughts, that'll that'll uh, bring up a link to my Linktree, and then you can sign up for my weekly email there.
1: All right. And are you still doing that?
0: Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's it's definitely active and uh, new stuff coming out every week.
1: Oh, that's awesome. All right. Well, listen, it was wonderful speaking with you. I'm excited to be able to share this. We're going to probably air it closer to the new year so that hopefully people can start thinking about becoming unstuck and taking small steps to uh, achieve their dreams and, you know, their life. So thank you so much for being with us. Um, Thank you all for joining us today and being with us on Parenting Special Needs Live. And in case no one has told you, you're doing a great job. Be good to you and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.